Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am your host Kate Hamilton. So before we get into today's episode I just want to talk to you a little bit about my one-to-one online coaching service. So I have just recently opened up my one-to-one online coaching service and I'm taking on clients. Now it'll be really limited. I'll only be taking on 10 people. And what the one-to-one online coaching service is, so it's completely different to the Nourish, Move and Shine program. The Nourish, Move and Shine program is group coaching. And it's group coaching where I take people on every six weeks or so. And I have two groups going at the one time and it's a 12-week program, which is fantastic. And it's quite hands-on group coaching, whereas the one-to-one online coaching is completely personalized. And I would argue that it's even more personal than face-to-face personal training because I, we literally work one-to-one in such a personal way on all aspects of your lifestyle and your life goals, your fitness goals, your nutrition. So basically what happens is if you, if we get to get, if it's something you're interested in, we get together on a call, on a Zoom call, and we discuss your goals, your lifestyle, your current situation, what you can read, where you're realistically at with um, pushing forward with habits. And we figure out um, where we're going to start. Okay. And I go away anyway, and then I make a completely personalized uh, workout program and lifestyle plan and everything for you. And then we'll come back. We have another call. And in that call, I run through your program, your um, the week ahead for you, exactly what we're going to, what kind of goals we're going to set. And then each week, what we'll do is we set targets. So we have a good chat every single week on Zoom. Uh, you go off, then you hit your targets, your workouts, your steps, whatever your nutrition goals, whatever we have decided together. Okay, So it's not me throwing something at you and telling you you have to do it. We're going to build this together. And you will go off for your week and do it. You'll have me in your pocket. You'll be able to text me anytime you want, any questions you have. Um, it's very one-to-one. And you will then do everything you need to do for the week. Come back, then we'll have our meeting again the following week. Um, every week we'll have a Zoom meeting and we'll review how your week went, what you found difficult, what you hated, what you liked. We'll build from there and keep moving you forward and working through any blocks that you come across along the way. So personalised, completely led by you. We work together as a team and just help you to actually achieve the goals in the life that you want to achieve. So I'm really, really excited to work with people in this capacity. So if it's something that you're interested in, please do message me. Okay, so you'll get me on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok at Kate Hamilton Health, or you can email me katehamiltonhealth at gmail.com. I will share all those things in the show notes as well anyway. So um, you can just click on that and have a look. Um, So anyway, on with today's episode. So today's episode is, I think we're on episode number nine now, and it is a Q&A. Okay, so I put a question box out on Instagram there during the week that I was going to do this podcast. So these are any questions that came up through that. And also a few questions that have come up in my, um, with my, the ladies that I'm working with in my program as well, in Nourish, Move and Shine. So just some things that seem to be coming up a good bit there. And then some questions that came through on Instagram. So I put together seven questions. So I will start working through them now. Okay, so number one, can I reach protein at each meal without supplementing. Sorry, not can I. How can I reach protein 
at each meal without supplementing. Okay, so this very much depends. Okay, so this will depend on what your protein goal is. Now, the women that I work with in my program, I don't recommend that we track macros. So macros being your protein, carbs and fats, that we track every gram of protein and carbohydrates and fats that we're having. I just don't think it's necessary unless it's extreme body composition that we're looking for or sports performance. It's, it's just not necessary and uh, that level of precision. So what I actually recommend for my ladies is that, yeah, track your calories. If that's the stage you're at and you're managing it well and you're enjoying it, then you're going to track your calories. But when it comes to protein, I would say it is just really, really important that you get protein in with every single meal. So that's where I'd start first. Have protein with your breakfast. Have protein with your lunch. Have protein with your dinner. If you're having an evening snack or a supper, have protein with that as well. So that's where I'd start. How much of it? I would just start with getting a bit of it in. And then if you want to get a little bit a bit better with protein, you feel like you're still hungry and you're not getting enough protein, then I would use the hand portion. So I would go one palm to two palms. So a palm of your hand, that size protein with each meal. So with women, I'd say one to two palms of protein with each meal should cover it. And um, so like start with one, see how that feels. And if you feel you're still hungry, and you feel like you're not getting enough, then add maybe two pounds of protein to, to one of your meals, like maybe your dinner. Um, so that's what the way I would go rather than looking on my fitness pal and trying to track the actual um, grams of protein. Now, if you're listening to this and you're at the stage that you do enjoy doing that, uh, the minimum daily requirement for protein, they say is 0.8 grams of protein per kilo of body weight. So, for example, if you weigh 65 kilos, then you're going 65 multiplied by 0.8. But that's the absolute minimum to be somewhat healthy. So that's going to be less. I don't even know what that is. I'm not going to try and multiply that in my head. But it's less than 65 grams of protein per day. Now, that's not grams of protein sources. That's when you input your chicken fillets, your Greek yogurt, your protein, whatever, everything that you've had, that the actual amount of protein from all of your food has come to 65 grams. That is far too low, especially if you're strength training. Even if you're not strength training, it's still far too low. So that is the minimum requirement. Now, what um, I've had recommended to me before is trying to aim for one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So let's just say you weigh 150 pounds, then you'd be trying to eat 150 grams of protein. That is actually quite hard to do. So I like to aim somewhere in the middle. If I was tracking my macros, I'd usually aim for about 100 to 120 grams of protein per day. But it really is a rabbit hole that you don't need to go down. Like I said, I would stick with the pans or just getting a protein source with each meal. That is what I do. It's more than enough. It works well. Listen to your body. If you're craving sugary stuff, if you're hungry, you need more protein in your meals. Now, when it comes to actually adding them into your meals, you can get it solely from food. So getting obviously meat sources are a great way to get your protein in your lean chicken, your chicken, turkey, uh, lean mince, your fish, all of that kind of stuff is great. And um, if you're vegetarian, then obviously you're going to be relying a bit more on eggs, on Greek yogurt. Um, and then if you are vegan, we are talking kind of chickpeas, lentils and plant sources of protein. But if you're like me, so if you're vegetarian or if you're vegan, I'm not vegetarian or vegan, but, but I am someone who's not great at eating a whole lot of meat. Like I would have meat with my dinner. 
um, and that's usually it. So what I, I rely a lot on dairy sources for my protein. So I get a lot of protein from Greek yogurt or from protein yogurts um, and from eggs and nut butters. There's a certain amount of protein in that. that um, they would be the things that I would rely on a lot. But because I, want, I like to try and get up past that kind of 100 grams of protein per day, even though I don't track it, you know, I, I, I did track it at one stage and I knew I needed that extra bit with the protein powder. So I use whey isolate protein powder. I use vanilla and I put it into my smoothie every single morning. So I know I'm kind of, it's just a great way to start the day. I'm never hungry with that protein smoothie then. I'm filled for the day, not for the day, for the morning. And I don't feel the need to snack or be hungry. I'm not hungry until lunchtime. And since I put that in place, I always keep that in place. Now, I know I have um, ladies on the program that like to put it into their porridge. I can't bear the taste of it in porridge, but other people can. So it's about finding what works for you. Um, but protein powder is a great way, if you're not great with getting it from your food sources, to supplement. It's not necessary, but it, I find it really handy. Vanilla, I find that because it got, I don't want to be having chocolate one in the morning with my smoothie. But some people like it, and it can be put into like overnight oats, or people just like to have it as a protein shake, you know, mix it with water. water. All the um, what to do is basically told on the tub. So um, just... Go with what works for you and what fits into your life if you wanted to try it. So I would always recommend whey isolate because it is um, the best. It's the purest form. So you're getting less shit in it, basically. Um, now, it's dairy, obviously. Whey is dairy. So what I would say is if you are lactose intolerant or you are vegan, then try and go with... If you go onto my protein or onto discount supplements, you can get different vegan or plant-based proteins. So like a pea protein or something like that um, are usually good. Um, to try and just include that powder somewhere in your day with, with what works. And like I said, try the porridge, try the smoothie, try the shake, figure out what way you like it best and add it in. There's not a huge amount of calories in protein powder, like you might be talking uh, one or 200 calories, but it's worth it for getting that extra bit of protein and it's going to make you crave a lot less. Um, and you naturally will eat just that little bit less carbohydrates. Now, I'm not like everyone needs carbohydrates, but we tend to have a very carb heavy diet. So increasing the protein just brings that better balance to your day. So that is what I would recommend in relation to that question. OK, right. Number two, I'm a busy working mom. Some days feel impossible. Tips for sticking with my healthy routine. OK, so I totally get that. It is so, so overwhelming. So what I would say is organization here is going to be everything. So if you have one day a week, even if it's a Sunday, so one day a week where you have some help at home with your kids, where you can have time to just sit down, plan out your week. And I don't just mean plan out your, your eating for the week. Like, like I sit down and I have like this planner and I plan out what I'm doing every day for the week ahead. What days am I busiest? What days am I, I don't, are there any days that I need to actually cook meals in advance? And if I do, I try and do it on that day when, when I'm busy. Now, I, I tend not to, I tend to find, I just tend to just go for a quicker, easier meal on the busier days. So like I would often like, you know, do like salmon and baby potatoes, like throw the salmon in the tin foil into the oven and baby potatoes into the pot and just throw some frozen vegetables into the pot and do it really like, so it's literally a really throw everything in, dinner while I can be kind of tidying up or doing homework with the kids at the same time um, and you know it's healthy it's not very creative it's very plain but I'm so busy that I don't actually care everyone's fed it's healthy and um, so I find you know picking the easier meals on those days and then going with the more creative like I love cooking at this korma recipe that I 
love and i usually cook it at least one, like at least once every two or three weeks but it will always be on a day when i have plenty of time at home to do it because like the chopping of the vegetables just takes so much time and, and so anything creative like that that takes a little bit more time and vegetable chopping and um, obviously sometimes you know we just don't have time for it um, and just obviously having knowing what you're going to have for lunch and breakfast and snacks each day and having the stuff in the house keeping it simple like i like there's nothing wrong with having a sandwich some chopped vegetables and fruit and stuff on the side maybe some nuts and a yogurt like we don't have to be having these big fancy lunches what works for you go with that just make sure that you have enough stuff to snack on vegetables and um, make sure there's enough protein in your sandwich or alongside your sandwich and um, or you know have a protein yogurt with it to keep you feeling full so that's what i would say in relation to that and um i'll try to think i was going to say something else on that there and i've gone blank um but yeah so just really trying to keep things as simple as possible and on the days where you're in the office and then you collect the kids from crash and you're home and you're at home alone with the kids or whatever it is you know that might be a day where you're not going to hit your ten thousand steps and so what make up for it another day when you're out and about with the kids when you're working from home when you have time to get your steps in when you're not working that day whatever it is so just go easy on yourself you can only manage what you can manage and it doesn't have to be all or nothing so what I'd say is days where they're absolutely hectic, just try and drink the water, try and just get healthy food into you. Even if you don't have time to track, that's fine. And just try and get to bed early and get some sleep. Keep the stress levels low. If your healthy lifestyle is adding more stress that, um, to your life than helping it, then you're like it's counterproductive. It's, you're not going to be getting any benefit from it. So it's about finding a place to be able to reach your goals but not overwhelm yourself at the same time. So again, I would say look back on that episode. I think it's episode seven I did on overwhelm. And I talk all about this continuum of a healthy lifestyle. And it's also on my Instagram page, this healthy lifestyle continuum. And it's it's um, basically the cycle that you hop on. There's no wagon. You don't have to be off or on it. And you just find where you're at. And you push forward on the easier days and the easier weeks. And you kind of go into survival mode and keep the habits that you have down in place on the days that are harder. And that's kind of how... You end up making progress long term. So that is uh, question two. So number three, it actually ties in nicely with what I was just saying. I fell off the wagon. How do I start again? Okay, so there is no wagon. Forget about the wagon. Put the wagon to the side of the road and set it on fire. We don't. There is no wagon anymore. What I want you to think of it is a healthy lifestyle continuum. I'm going to put this on my. Um, my Instagram again, it's up on my Instagram, but it is everything. It is basically how I live my life and how I guide my clients to live their life. So what it is, is it's a cycle basically of 10 habits, starting at the very basic rest and recovery. Then it moves on to whole foods, so including as much whole foods as you can. Daily movement, number three. Hydration, number four. And it works all the way up as far as number 10, which is supplements and sports performance which most people don't ever need to go that far and um, but even tracking your calories is number seven on that continuum so what that means is you figure out where when you're starting so if you've fallen off the wagon the, the wagon's gone now you've burnt it gone so now you're going to get on this continuum and you're never going to come off this continuum ever again so what you'll do is you'll hop on wherever you're at so you might say okay my sleep hasn't been great but i can get that that in place very quickly so number you start number one 
you might just focus on your sleep for the first two days. You'll be like, right, I can keep this routine going. That's not hard. Then you're going to go and you're going to add some more um, whole foods to your diet. You're going to crowd them out. You're not going to restrict anything at this stage. You're like, how can I make this meal more healthy? Gonna add some vegetables, add some fruit, add some lean protein, cut out some of the processed food um, and replace it with good whole foods, but then still enjoying the things that you enjoy. That's what you're going to do. And you'll find that by, you'll start to feel better. You'll have more energy. You'll want to keep eating that way because it's making you feel good. And you'll be crowding out a lot of the other processed food that you don't, that you, you won't end up eating as much of it because you'll actually be full and nourished from what you've been eating. And um, so that might take a while. So you might literally stay on stage two for a while. And that's fine. You could stay on stage two for weeks. So that's all you focus on. And if you if your lifestyle was particularly all over the place beforehand and your sleep was really bad and you're eating a lot of processed food, you're going to notice a difference in body composition fairly quickly, energy levels. And um, by just doing that, you'll probably lose weight by simply just doing that. Then when you're ready, you're going to add in daily movement. Daily movement could be a walk. It could be a fitness class. It could be a workout. It could be going out on your bike, whatever it is that you enjoy. It doesn't matter, but you need to move your body every day. You obviously, the rest and recovery would mean rest days from the gym. If you're strength training or you're working out pretty hard, rest days are needed, but you never need a rest day from walking. So I'll say that again. You never need a rest day from walking. Uh, get Move your body every single day. So if you put those three habits in place and that takes you months so what? Think how much healthier you're going to feel, how much happier you're going to feel. I guarantee you'll start making um, movement towards your goals. And we haven't even talked about a calorie yet. And there's more habits all the way along this continuum up to calorie counting at number seven. So, you know, start where you are and push yourself. And then when you're ready to push on a little further, go on to the next habit. And then like I find, like I go by this continuum and I always go to one, from one to six. One to six, I have down. I have those habits down. And I keep and I can keep going that way, no matter how busy or stressful my life gets. I'll get those things, those first six habits in. Number seven, tracking calories. When it suits me and when my goals align with it and when my lifestyle suits it and things aren't too hectic and there's not too much going on in my life and I have time, I will track my calories, but not always. And I'll pull back to what I can do. And that's really important because life is going to get in the way, especially if you have kids. You've got kids starting school. Maybe someone's sick. Maybe you've got stressful situations going on in work. Um, yeah, maybe there's a family member that you're taking care of that's in hospital. There's lots that can be going on in life. And uh, maybe you've been on holidays. Maybe there's a wedding. You know, there's lots coming up um, in everyone's lives. And instead of falling off a wagon, you just take a few steps back on the continuum and hold where you can manage and then push forward when you're ready. And that's literally all you have to do for the rest of your life. And it's actually the most freeing feeling in the world. So go back and find a continuum, the healthy lifestyle continuum. It's on my Instagram page, but it's episode seven of the podcast. And I'll also share it on my page again because it's so important. Um, okay. Number four, best high protein snacks. Okay. So this is going to obviously be very personal to your own tastes. And um, if you Google this, you'll get loads of different ideas. But like I said, my protein smoothie in the morning, I have it for breakfast, but it could also be a fantastic snack uh, or just, you know, protein shake can be great. And uh, stuff like tuna on crackers, or tuna, tuna sandwich even, uh, protein yogurts or Aldi do these protein pouches as well. That you can literally just throw in your handbag, like, you know, uh, eat out of the pouch. And um, 
they're great for just kind of you know a snack that's going to fill you a little bit and things like bagel pins or slimbos and putting some you know like deli meat on it like turkey chicken ham anything like good quality ham and um, anything like that can be a good way to go or overnight oats i have overnight oats for supper every evening and i put loads of greek yogurt so actually zero percent fat greek yogurt is higher in protein than the full fat greek yogurt and um, so like i don't necessarily promote low fat or zero percent fat stuff but the natural greek yogurt and the zero percent fat is actually higher in protein so i use it as a protein source so i'll always go with the zero percent fat and um, because it's got that bit more and just remember that greek yogurt is different to greek style yogurt greek style yogurt is not as high in protein greek yogurt is high in protein and actually that icelandic yogurt skier i don't know if that, that's pronounced right skier skier i don't know anyway that is all that is even higher in protein again so it's about finding what works and um, cottage cheese is another great protein source and um, even stuff just like sliced hard-boiled eggs on crackers and things like that all work really really nicely and um, okay so next one low calorie treat suggestions when it comes to low calorie treats what i suggest is that you um include something that you enjoy so your low calorie treats need to be something that you enjoy because you take away everything you enjoy and try and, and, and replace them with new things you're going to feel overwhelmed so any like I'm, i love chocolate so freddos twirls and um, any of those in those you know tr the treat sized bars i would always kind of have some of them and they're individually wrapped so it's not like a packet of biscuits or like get rid of don't forget those share packs that you know you open up and suddenly you've eaten the whole packet because you know we all do that so what i'd say is get that individually wrapped they're usually those little bars even the kit kats of the twixes and things like that the little ones they're only about 100 calories per treat what i do in my house is because obviously you know once my kids have had the breakfast lunch and dinner i let them have have a few treats or whatever in the, in the day I buy them the Aldi stuff because the Aldi stuff would like I'm like oh, I could take it or leave it so I won't snack on the Aldi stuff but I buy the really nice Cadbury stuff for myself and I keep it up in the top little shelf of the fridge and I will but like I just factor it into my calories so in the evening time I like to sit down with a cup of tea I have my my supper and then I have a little chocolate bar sometimes I have two depending on the day and it and I there's no guilt around it at all I'm enjoying it i eaten healthy well and well balanced all day long so it's just something that i enjoy as part of my day the same can be true of like the multi-pack crisps the multi-pack popcorns they are all doable within your calories and um, and if you do like biscuits i would say like buy the packets but like maybe just individ individually wrap them up for yourself so you have little portion sizes plan your calories the day before or even if you're not tracking calories plan your meals the day before and do it in moderation i reckon if you save you know 200 calories a day for for something you enjoy that's great so that could be a fulfill bar in the evening it could be two credo bars it could be and um, one of those big pack bags of popcorn like if you're having micro if people in your house have microwave popcorn just get the multi-packs of popcorn even if you have two two bags then it doesn't matter you know how many calories you've had so it's all kind of managed a little bit better so nothing's off limits if you plan it out is what i'll say rather than adding to your stress and trying to create all these fancy meals to um make, yeah creating all these fancy meals to try and make your life healthier have your healthy breakfast lunch and dinner get those in place and enjoy something you enjoy and um, within your day basically yeah so um number six can anyone take creatine yes okay and 
in fact, I recommend that a lot of people probably should take creatine. So creatine, first of all, let's say is not a steroid. Creatine is not a steroid. It is something that is actually created naturally in the body and can be found in some food sources like uh, red meat and fish. Um, it's not a protein, it, but it is created in the body, but we tend to not make enough of it. Now, what creatine does, okay, so it's just a little powder. It's tasteless. I put it in with my protein smoothie, but I know someone who just gets a scoop of it, puts it into their mouth and washes it down with a bit of water. And uh, It doesn't matter how you take your creatine. Um, and it's a teeny tiny scoop. So it's not like the big scoops of protein powder. It's like, I think it's four grams or something that you take every day. And um, what it does is it improves your strength. Okay, it increases your lean muscle mass and it helps your muscles recover during and after exercise. So not just um, so it's not just for like muscle strength. It's not just for appearance. Some people are afraid that it's going to make them bulky. That's not what it does. It actually improves the health of the muscle cells and it can become extremely beneficial to help maintain muscle mass as we age. So women um, heading towards menopause and postmenopause, it is recommended that you keep to, you start taking creatine, keep taking creatine um, as it's going to help with the health of your muscles. And also because you are um, it's helping your muscles recover during and after exercise. If you're strength training, it's going to help prevent injury also. So um, along with a high protein diet, creatine is a fantastic supplement. Again, if it's something that you're unsure of, you know, research it. There's so much research on, on creatine out there, so I won't go into it in too much details. Um, but anywhere you go, it's going to tell you that yeah, creatine is definitely something that you should consider. Um, not something you have to take if you don't want to, but um, if it's something you're considering, I would definitely say yes, go for it. And the last question, the difference between whey protein and whey isolate. Okay, so I went through this a little bit at the start when I was talking about um, protein at each meal. So um, whey isolate is the purest form of whey protein. So whey protein is um, is a dairy source of getting protein. So basically it's kind of manufactured through um, the making of cheese. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, where you've got your curds and your whey. And the whey is that um, has has the most protein in it in that process. So it, it's it's taken from that process and created into a powder, and uh, that gives you a pure form of um, of protein for your diet. The problem with whey proteins, if you've ever gone on a site like My Protein or discount supplements or anything like that, there is so much to choose from. So unless you actually know what you're talking about, it can be really hard. Now, people, I know I, I go into discount supplements in Greystones quite a bit, and they're so helpful. And um, so if you ever, if you're going into a supplement or health shop, ask the staff, they're usually extremely helpful uh, in what you should actually be buying. But people get caught up in that, you know, they're like, oh, I need diet whey, or I need um, yeah, skinny whey, or, you know, there's all these branded shit basically out there that um that they're trying to sell you you don't need any of that it's full of shit it's full of additives it's full of chemicals it's full of stuff that you don't need uh, whey isolate probably tastes the least nice but it's the purest form so that's why i it's actually why i created my protein smoothie in the first place i put all my berries in because i actually don't particularly like the taste of whey protein and um, some people find it fine 
but um, some people like myself wouldn't be a huge fan of it so I like to try and mask the taste of it and uh, so I created so I added berries I was like oh berries not, not hiding it I added yogurt Greek yogurt I was like that's not hiding the taste of it either um, and then I found banana the banana in the in the smoothie really helps hide the taste of it but now I've obviously grown to develop a taste for it as well and I actually really enjoy the taste of my smoothie but um, it's definitely worth going uh, way isolate and just looking kind of at the products that you're getting but isolate is the way to go if we're talking whey now the plant-based proteins tend to be a little bit purer but again don't buy into any gimmicks just you know look for, look for plant-based proteins pea protein stuff stuff like that rather than going and you know obviously if something is coca-cola flavored it's not going to be as pure as something um something that isn't flavored now the unflavored can be pretty pretty rough so i do go vanilla flavored so there is obviously a certain amount of sweetener gone into it but compared to other brands and other you know other types of protein definitely isolate you're getting the most protein per gram basically so it's definitely the way to go um yeah so that is all the questions for this week so i hope you found some value in anything i have been saying there and um yes so i will just again say if you are interested in the one-to-one online coaching, like I mentioned at the start, do contact me. You can connect with me on Instagram, on Facebook, or on TikTok at Kate Hamilton Help, or you can email me at kate hamilton help at gmail.com. And I will catch you all next week.